Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to live, work, and play. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. I wanted to create a podcast that connected the community and inspired everyone to live better. To join this community and stay up to date on all things Palm Harbor, visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com and sign up there to join the locals. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. So welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. We are back with um, Carly Jensen from Jensen Brothers Seafood and Carver's Fish House right next door. Yes. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so thanks for being here. I'm excited. It's early seven o'clock in the morning before work um, <laughs> yep. for you. And uh, I just I appreciate you you doing this and, and squeezing it into your, to your busy schedule. Absolutely. You got it. <laughs> so... Um, I want to start off with just the the history of the business, kind of where it started, how it started, and kind of how it's grown into, into what it is today. Yeah. So in 1984, my dad, John Jensen, actually started Jensen Brothers Seafood um, with his father, um, who has since passed. But they started selling out of the back of their pickup truck, Mississippi Catfish and Fresh Rainbow Trout. So they would just go around to different wholesale restaurants. They started in North Carolina. Um, and then actually moved down here to Florida and then um, just kind of went, you know, door to door with wholesale products and trying to get into restaurants. And so they did that for about 20 years before they even, you know, considered opening retail, which opened wow. in 2006. Um, so to be able to learn from him and carry this on with him, it's really cool. It's an honor. Yeah. And so when did you, um, like step into the business and start working there? So, I mean, I kind of have been raised around the business. I remember going in there when I was eight years old and helping, you know, put ice on the fish and just being around the shop, but, um, full time since I graduated college in 2017. Okay. Crazy. Um, and it's it's kind of crazy to like think that, like how they started right like selling out of the back of a pickup truck right and so they two just products went, yeah yeah and two, now we two. house over two hundred products between fresh frozen and of course anything at the restaurant yeah but yeah they started so small and just people loved what they had to offer at that time it just was kind of a rare thing to have you know freshwater fish delivered right to their restaurant door, you know? Yeah. So now it's, you know, different. We've come a long way in that aspect, but. So how did they, how did they get the fish back then? And then, so the, and they were just going to like restaurant to restaurant, like, oh, Hey, yeah. you guys want some? Yeah. And, they yeah. just had connection with local fishermen who were catching the catfish and, you know, the trout and yeah. their farm raised products. So, um, they were just getting them sourced in fresh and, yeah. um, yeah. And then they would do the rest there. Crazy. And so when did when did they um, get the the location and like, OK, this is where we're going to start selling more and more products? Yeah. So the location downtown Dunedin, <laughs> they um, bought that in, you know, I think like 2001. Um, and then we didn't even open the doors for retail until 2006. So that five year span, they were continuing just to do wholesale, wholesale. and just expanding okay. their market. 
okay. you know. And then once people started going to the restaurants, the restaurants would refer, you know, Jensen Brothers Seafood is our source of fish. And so people were like, well, where can we buy it? And so um, they opened the door to retail in 2006. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 2006. And what side of the business do you like better? Like the wholesaling side or like the retail um, I love the retail. I just love talking to customers all day. It's yeah. like I sometimes I just stand there and I'm like, I can't believe this is my job. Like yeah, I, yeah. this is so cool. You know, it's nice because everyone's happy. You know, they're not going to a doctor's office. They're not scared to come in. They're yeah. coming in for a good reason to get, you know, a nice piece of fish for dinner, lobster tails for a celebration, you know. Mm-hmm. And you just get to learn people in the community. I mean, yeah. that's really what's so cool is everyone's kind of connected. Um we know so many people in Dunedin and Palm Harbor and East Lake and Tampa. And, um, it's just kind of a, you know, it's a good feeling. Yeah. It's cool. And, and there's not many, um, places like yours around, right. Right. That, yeah. that stick around for a while too. Right. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, um, you, I remember them telling me there was days that, you know, they'd keep the door open just to get $40 in sale, you know, yeah. like yeah, starting yeah. out in retail in any you know, sort of field is so hard. And I give every small business owner so many props because so much blood, sweat and tears goes into it um, that not many people know. Um, So just to be where we are now and to see what we've built, like, it's just really awesome. Yeah. Couldn't be more grateful. That's so cool. And I think that's one of the things that I was, that I enjoyed uh, with this podcast and, you know, that I was passionate about too, is it's just like the backstory of like how much work actually goes into right. like what it is today. Yeah. You know? Consistency. And yeah. yeah. You got to wake up and every just day. That belief. And, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty easy cool. to just fold and just say, you know, this is kind of hard. I'm just going to work for someone else, but to do your own thing and stick it out. Like that's, it's really rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So what made you want to, to, to be a part of this, uh, this business and, and like have this be your kind of career yeah. um, versus do something else? Yeah, well, when I was um, when I started um, full time at eighteen, I actually was going to college, so I was planning to go to medical school. That was kind of my career path I had chosen. Um, so while still working full time, the more I worked, I was like, I really like this. Like this is fun. I love the business side of it, like um, financially doing the numbers and product sourcing, and um, you know, contacting wholesale and just all the things involved in it. Um, I just really appealed to me Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So I just, once I started going through college, I was just sticking on the path, you know, science, science, science. And then, um, I just determined it wasn't for me and I wanted to be in business. And, um, I feel like in business, you can be as creative as you want. There's no limitations. There's, you know, there's a little bit of rules, but not many, like Mm -hmm. as far as, Mm -hmm. um, what you can do and what you can accomplish. And for me, that is so, you know, satisfying, like knowing that there's no cap on what you can do. There's no, yeah. yeah. There's no box you have to fit in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just all a team. Um, We always tell our crew, like, there's no boss, everyone, we work together. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why we've been so successful is that there's not really a hierarchy, you know, of Mm -hmm. course. Um, But yeah, you just have to do it together. I mean, that's the only way it can be done. So for sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's an important piece of, of any business, right. Is mm-hmm. the team, 
Yeah. Um, and just like the culture that you guys you definitely. Guys have. Yeah. yeah. And we're like a family. I mean, there's yeah. Friday nights. We all go out to house of beer across the street and just cool. hang out, you know, after yeah. we've worked together for eight, nine hours. So yeah. it's really nice just being able, everyone can come to work and not be stressed or not be, you know, feeling like, Oh, I dread today. Another it's not day, like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Um, so I want to talk to you about like the, um, like the sourcing of the fish and like, I'm just curious, like how all that, you know, behind the scenes works and and where you get your product from and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So we get as much local as we possibly can. Um, we pick up boats out of Madeira Beach about three times a week, you know, fresh local groupers, snappers, bunch of different varieties, amberjacks, cobias, triple tail, trigger fish, anything local that we can get, we get. Um However, there is, you know, a lot of different regulations with local fish um, because there has to be. Um, so we are limited, you know, by just we can't just like how source, much you can buy. Right. How right. much you can okay. buy, um, how much they're bringing in. Weather is a huge factor, yeah. um, especially here in Florida. So um, we have to source otherwise, too. So we have some other wholesale companies that we deal with that bring us, you know, fresh cod, fresh scallops. Fly in fresh salmon. We get a lot of stuff flown in from Alaska, halibut, king crab, snow crab. Um, those seasons are shut down now, but when they're up and running, we get those in. Um, so, yeah, we just get as much fresh and local as we can. But then other, you know, regions in the U.S., we get fresh products, you know, New yep. England, Atlantic Coast. So. And, and like, what's the, you know, the idea between like fresh versus frozen, you know, if, if it's like flown, if it's local, like if you're picking up in Madeira beach, mm -hmm. is it usually like fresh? It's never frozen. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fresh right off the boat. It comes yeah. right into our warehouse. We cut it, you know, pretty much to order like right okay. off the bone. Cool. And then. So that uh, you're, you're actually buying like the whole fish. Like that's yeah. not like cut yeah. for you. Okay. Right. Yeah. We buy the whole fish. And Same thing it. with, um, with like the stuff from Alaska or, you know, uh, from out of state, I guess. Um, for that, like the halibut will come filleted to us because halibut are huge. Like oh, yeah, even yeah. some of the fillets are 20 pounds. So the Crazy. whole fish would be like 80. Yeah. Um, so as far as transportation costs for that, that's just yeah. unreasonable. That makes sense. Um, yeah. so for stuff like that, it's flown fresh filet overnight okay. air so yeah. mm -hmm. crazy yeah um and that's just like you you reach out to there's wholesalers that sell to shops like yours oh yeah okay. yeah and it seems like there's more and more like we keep getting contacted by other wholesalers oh, really? which is super cool people are getting into the industry um but yeah really more a lot more popular in like regions like alaska um miami is a big center for seafood um so we have a lot of wholesalers from there and then, yeah, just South Carolina, we get a lot of fresh flounder from there. So okay. just different regions for different items that we're looking for. Yeah. And so how many items do you guys have now? How many? It's probably close to 200. Yeah. Crazy. Between fresh and frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how, I mean, you, it's, I, I imagine that's difficult in predicting like what you're going to sell. I mean, you guys have been in business for a long time, right? So you have like some history and and, and, you know, numbers to go off, right. off of, but, yeah. you know, getting product in and making sure it sells in enough mm -hmm. time, like that's a challenge, right? Yeah. Right. With, yeah. Seafood, you know, you want it as fresh as possible. So yeah, we don't hold anything, you know, more than a day or two, which yeah. is our goal. Um, 
so yeah, sometimes sourcing and yeah, that inventory tracking can be a little t- difficult, especially around the holidays. Oh yeah. And, like this weekend's yeah. Mardi Gras. So we have a bunch of crawfish and oysters coming in for okay. parties and stuff. Um, but we'll probably sell out and people will be upset, you know, yeah. but if you don't place an order, we don't know. So, um, we do our best and usually it's fine. So. Yeah. Now, can you, you, can you place an order ahead of time and say, I want this? Oh yeah. We recommend that, especially for the holidays. We do like 150 pre-orders for Christmas. Oh, cool. Um, Just so people, we know what they want and we can have it for them. Yeah. That helps you out. Exactly. It helps us. And if there's any big quantity, you know, it ensures that they'll get it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, and of course we're always open for walk-ins. So a lot of people just choose to do that, you know, day mm-hmm. of kind of figure out what they need. So and that's see what you guys too. have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how many, do you typically have like a good selection of like walk-in? Like if people, if I'm walking up to, to go get a, a filet. What's up Palm Harbor. It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you were looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing more information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. You know, I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time tuning into my podcast. So join me there, keep listening, and remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, usually we have at least like... mm, 15 different fresh fish items on a given day there's like probably 10 that are staples you know your grouper your snapper salmon cod swordfish tuna stuff like that but then uh, probably about five that range you know depending on what's available Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what is what's the most popular fish that you guys sell um local red grouper that's typically you know what people have at restaurants so then they want to cook it at home and actually our scottish salmon salmon is really killer it's just yeah it's a bestseller it's sushi grade so a lot of people will eat it raw poke bowls and um but it's it's delicious yeah Mm -hmm. what's your favorite Ooh, i like when we have i'm a big fan of our red snapper i love alaskan halibut to me it just like so buttery and melts in your mouth Mm. Um, cobia is really great yeah, yeah, yeah. on the grill. We don't get that too often fresh. I would love to get it more. Um, and of course, local stone crab to me, that's like life's greatest oh, yeah. luxury <laughs> is a stone crab claw. Um, but yeah, so those nice. are those some are, of my favorites. Yeah, those are good selections. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some cobia myself. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's talk about the, the fish house, Carver's Fish House. Yeah. Um, when did that start? So that opened in 2018. Um, The name Carver is actually after um, the owner's two kids. So Carly, myself, and Trevor. So Carver is kind of the combination of the two. Um, So we opened in 2018, but we weren't a full service restaurant. We were like deli only. So people would come buy their fresh seafood and can go next door, grab a bottle of wine, grab a side of coleslaw, and go home and make it themselves. Mm. So once... um, you know, that kind of was progressing a little bit. I was like, well, we have this beautiful space. Why don't we, you know, cook stuff to order like a grouper sandwich? Mm-hmm. And so we started doing that and it was such a huge hit. Um, our grouper sandwich still today is like the best selling item. Yeah. Um, and so we started out with two tables out front. So six seats total. <laughs> now we're up to, I think, almost 50. Uh, 50 seats 50 seats yeah Yeah. so it gets a little busy you know we're only there for lunch so lunch hour is a little crazy but um it's casual and it's fun and we focus on the food so that's all it it it, it almost makes sense for like any 
fish house to like have a little yeah right you know cook their own fresh fish right there right exactly yeah um and it's yeah like and what you guys have done with the space and stuff it's it's a great atmosphere laid back like you said yeah um it's just a cool spot to go grab lunch outside yeah i love it it's super casual kind of feels like you're in the keys or somewhere tropical Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so to be technically in downtown and have that feel Mm -hmm. a lot of people are attracted to it yeah yeah. Um, so you spend how much do you do you work in the restaurant too, or you spend most of your time in the? Uh, most of the time, I'm in the market. Um, yeah. I am in the restaurant if need be, but typically we have that fully staffed. Um, yeah. So usually I'm over in the market, you know, managing things. We're a little heavier volume on that side. Um, the restaurant gets busier, you know, midday, but yeah. the market overall is heavier. Um, fl- you know, flow of traffic because people are just in and out. Restaurant is service, so yeah. they're staying a little longer. Um, so usually, yeah. Yeah. But I love cool. doing both. They're so different. So yeah. I don't mind doing both. It kind of breaks the rhythm of, you know, one or the other. Yeah. And then going back to like just the people, like you said before, you mm-hmm. know, just connecting with people in the yeah. community. I mean, I know probably a third of our customers by first name. That's like cool. I just love talking to them, catching up, asking how their family is. Of course, we do have a lot of, you know, snowbird population. Yeah. Um, and so it's great to, they're all coming back now. So I get to see them. So it's so fun. Um, and we have so many loyal customers that have been with us. I mean, even since I started five years ago, like yeah. I have been seeing them consistently, you know, once a week for five years. Um, so it's almost like they become part of your fa- family, you yeah. know, um, I might not know their last name, but I see them all the time. And yeah. um, so that's really what I mean, Dunedin's about. It's all about the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is cool. Like how the, you know, like Dunedin, I think Safety Harbor and Palm Harbor, you know, it's like these small little communities, um, it, you know, inside, like there's so much to do in this area, right? Between all yeah. the different cities in Pinellas County, oh, Tampa, you know, so we yeah. have access to all that, but still like that small town feel where you yeah. can, you know, see a, a friendly face when you're going to the restaurant or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And they're all, I love, you know, all of those little towns individually because they're yeah. all so different. Yeah, you know, yeah. downtown Palm Harbor is different than downtown Safety Harbor and downtown Dunedin. Yeah. But it's so fun. And yeah, no matter where I go, I manage to see a couple customers or a couple people <laughs> that live in the area. So it's always fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so w- what are some... What are some of the the challenges that you have to face, uh, like in in this business? Yeah, my biggest one is my f- need to be perfect. Mm. You know, I feel like I always have to deliver a hundred percent. You know, if something someone's unhappy with something, I take it personally. You know, just because I think I just have such strong ties to the business mm-hmm. that it does. You know, and sometimes you just are going to have that. You know, sometimes yeah. you can't please everybody. <laughs> to your best ability as much as you want to, you know, Um, sometimes they're having a bad day and they're going to take it out on you. So I've started to learn that, but it still hurts. You know, Mm -hmm. we can get 15 good reviews and that one, you know, less than good one is the one I'm thinking about at the end of the day. So I think that just reflects back on me and the need to just do better and grow and, you know, provide the best that we can, Mm -hmm. um, which we do try to, you know, all the time, but sometimes things are going to happen out of my control that, yeah. 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 
So I think that's hard. And I think every business owner, every person can relate, you know, in their aspect. Yeah. And it's, and it's, um, you know, you just show up and, and do the best you can that exactly. day. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, and yeah. at the end of the day, like you just hang your head on that. And, yeah. You know, um, and like you said, like some people are just having a bad day sometimes and mm-hmm. some things are just kind of out of your control. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's tough. Um, but as a business owner, you know, you know, I, I definitely can understand like how that, um, you know, is challenging. Right. right. It's a difficult thing to overcome. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. People don't, you know, think about what they write on the computer or right, right. Right. social media will hurt you, but it does. I mean, it does, you know, in yeah. different ways, especially when it comes to your business and your profession. And when you have 16 employees out who rely on you for their jobs, like it's a lot, you know, yeah, yeah. so not that one review is going to tear business down, but it just hurts. You know, yeah. you do so much to try to make it as, you know, great as it is. And, um, but that's just part of the job. Yeah. That's part of it. And two, like servicing so many people, like on a daily basis, right. You're going to come across that a little more often. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, all of our customers are awesome and we rarely have, you know, knock on wood, a negative review or complaint or anything, but yeah. we can always just do better. You know, so I'm sorry. I'll try better next time. So yeah. that's all we can do. I love so. it. I love it. Um, so what about like any future plans or any, um, any big goals you have for the business coming up? Yeah. So, um, we're not there with expansion. We really yeah. love where we are in downtown Dunedin and just mm-hmm. focusing on that. I've seen other businesses expand and it just not go well. And, yeah. you know, so we really just like to focus on our location now. Um, but we are just lunch only at Carver's Fish House. So eventually I'd like to expand into dinner hours Okay. because um, I feel like we miss so much of the town, you know, not being open at night. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's in, you know, the near future we'll be expanding into dinner hours. Um, but besides that, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and yeah. maybe offer some sort of delivery service or online ordering. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff that's you know, available at our fingertips, but just, yeah, I like to focus on people coming in and getting what they need and going home happy, having a nice meal. So, um, maybe one day we'll do one of those other things, but for now we're just really content. I think that's, I think that's cool because, you know, it's like you said, like people expand sometimes and and it's maybe it's too early or they don't have everything else like dialed in and it kind of hurts the business. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's important to make sure that you have like, you know, your, your foundation right, right before you can grow and do anything different. Right. Yeah. And we don't want quality to suffer yeah. or service. Right, you know? right, right. And I mean, staffing's hard in yeah. these days. Um, we have a great staff and I'm so, so blessed, but, um, it's hard to find people that, you know, you trust and show up and, um, do what you ask them to do. So, um, yeah, so it'd be really hard to open a second location in today's time. So we're yeah. good with the first. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like it. Um, so we were talking before, like you grew up here in, in Dunedin. Yeah. Um, so one one question I always like to ask everyone is, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts, but um, what is like when you're not working, which is not very often, <laughs> but... Um, At night. <laughs> yeah, when you're not working, where do you like to go to? Like, what's one one spot? It could oh, be a man. park, could be a business, could be a restaurant, whatever Okay, it is. well, I did go to the Happy Cactus last night. Happy Cactus, okay. Yes, have you been there? I haven't. Oh, it's amazing. Mexican yeah. food um, right by it? the causeway. 
It's in oh, that okay. plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Madison Ave's there too. Yeah, we yeah. love them. Yeah. Um, and they just opened a new cookie shop, Indy's Cookie Company. Okay. That's right next to uh, Happy Cactus. So, of course, we went there for dessert. Um, but yeah, I mean, we love just walking around town, going to the marina, having a drink at Bon Appetit, you know, visiting mm-hmm. any of the local businesses. Um, there's so many. And the business owners in town are so great. And usually they're always there. You yeah, know, yeah. everyone's so um, strong on supporting their own business. Um, so we like to just, you know, hop around to different restaurants and, of course, um, go to the beach, Causeway. Yeah. Up to Palm Harbor, Safety Harbor, wherever. Yeah. So, so many yeah. good spots. Yeah. A happy Cactus. I'll have to try that one. I haven't, yeah, I haven't been there good. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and where where are you guys located? Where can people find you if they're listening and be like, I need some fish right now? So our address is 911 Douglas Avenue, Dunedin. And Carver's Fish House is right next door. So mm-hmm. we share the parking lot. We have six spots right out front. Um, right on, yeah, right in downtown Dunedin. We're just right next to the Dunedin Brewery. So if you know where that is, you'll be able to find us. Yeah. And most people know where the Dunedin Brewery is right. at, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been there forever. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome, Carly. Well, I appreciate your time today. Yes, Thanks for being thank here. thank you so much. It was awesome. Yep. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a ton of value out of, of today's episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or just get more information on the episode, then you can check the description below. I'll have all the links in the episode as well as a link back to my website, It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up there to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local.